You are Locked On Sooners, your daily Oklahoma Sooners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And here we go. From the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome to the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked On Sooners, we will hear from Alex Grinch, defensive coordinator at OU. He made some comments about his defense on their last day of spring practice. And where does he see OU's defense at this point? How happy is he with the current product? And what does that ultimately say about his standards? And I will tell you now, it must be an Ohio thing. Also, um, we'll talk about the fact that uh, Drakari Daly is deciding to transfer. And we'll look at some of the places that gave him an opportunity to go play. And then ultimately, he chose OU. Um, We'll kind of carry that theme over when Lincoln Riley talks about the quarterbacks in segment number two, and I'll discuss just how big Lincoln Riley's decision is. When when Lincoln Riley decides that he is going to name a quarterback, what does that ultimately mean for Tanner Mordecai, especially in this day and age of quarterbacks not sticking around when they're not the starters? We'll talk about that. Plus, some OU basketball. Yes, I had a chance to uh, look at Young Garang's, I believe I'm saying that right, Young Garang's film from his from the NBA Basketball Academy down in Australia. Um, we'll talk about him. Uh, we'll talk about one of his running mates, Victor, whose last name I can't pronounce, who's also a part of that uh, recruiting class for OU. Two guys that are 6'8". One is listed as a center. According to 24-7, even though his film says Ford, the other one is listed as a Ford. And I'll tell you what I like, what I don't like, what I saw about these two guys. And over the past, over the next few days, uh, really, and I'll try and get to this as much as possible because I know we want to talk football, but I'm going to take a look at all the recruits from OU's basketball class. And I'll start telling you what I like and don't like about these guys as we get ready for OU basketball season, which is, you know, starts in November. But yeah, no, I want to get a quick start on that because I'm excited uh, where the OU basketball program is going, um, considering the fact that you've got a top 16 recruiting class. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game. I also host a channel called Sooner Maven. Uh, That would be collegesportsmaven.io slash Oklahoma. And if you like this podcast, please download the Himalaya app, put it on your phone, then when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Sooners and um, subscribe on Apple iCat on Apple iTunes <laughs> or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, something like that. Spring football finally wrapped up for OU on Tuesday. Um, if you haven't heard what we had to say about the spring game, you can go back and listen to the last podcast. Not to regurgitate what was said in that podcast, because of course I want you to listen to that, but I will say when it comes to the defense, the best grade, the absolute best you can give them wasn't incomplete. That That is, one, um, if, if you're trying to make a case that the defensive line looked better and got some penetration, which I think I tried to make that case as well, 
Let's remember that the offensive line was split up. And what I don't know is when you're dealing with backup guards or backup tackles, depending on which team you were on, red or white, were those guys in front of those other guys that much better? Plus, you have to remember that the offensive line is going to go through some changes in the fall. Um, so we'll have a better read on what the defensive line is, maybe through a few practices, and so will the coaches, because you've got Creed Humphrey, who will come back and play starting center. Uh, there's also the transfer, whose name I can't remember, just right off the top of my head, who's coming in uh, from Virginia that's going to have an opportunity to play as well. But, you know, especially in the defensive backfield, you're missing Trey Norwood and Jordan Parker and Robert Barnes, so it's really hard to get a good read. And yeah, Justin Broyles made an interception in that game, but I still chalked that one up to Tanner Mordecai's receiver falling down and giving Broyles the opportunity to make that pick. Not to take anything away from him. I just think it was just very hard to get a beat on how far these guys have come. And I think that's been one of Alex Grinch's frustrations based on his latest comments because... He did say that everybody's buying in, which is a positive. He also said that one of the biggest problems that you've got on this team is that he's seeing way too many solo tackles. Now, he did say, and it's fair to say this, that one, you're playing against Lincoln Riley's offense every day, so they'll spread you out. And it does make it difficult for you to have those gang tackles that 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 he likes. Um Two, he just says he he just doesn't see a team playing fast enough right now. But I don't think you're really going to get the sense of how fast this team can play or how much it can accomplish in Alex Grinch's defense until all these guys get healthy and have a chance to play in the fall. And I would say that even in the fall, once you've gone through summer and fall camp, I would put maybe the Texas game that's probably when we'll know just how good this OU defense is. And I'll be honest, I don't know what to expect because I don't know how many of these guys are going to be able to adapt to a system that they haven't been recruited for. Now, granted, a lot of really good guys, a lot of stars by a lot of these names, and I'm thinking that they're going to be able to adapt. It just may take a while. And one thing about Alex Grinch, you're an Ohio kid just like Bob Stoops, and we've talked about how much he reminds me of a young Bob Stoops, there's not going to be um, many excuses accepted, and certainly the standard is high at OU, and he wants his kids to understand that. I think if you look at it overall, I think we're, I guess today would have been, what, 12 or 13 for us. You know, certainly progress is being made, and if that was the the, the only standard that we had was to make progress, then you, you could feel really, really good at this point. But I think what you're finding as you watch it on film, I think um, – uh, you know, you got you got a group of guys that that, that certainly want to improve. I, I I don't question the want to. You know, probably the biggest issues that you have as a competitor, as as a, as a performer, is I want high standards, uh, but I want a free pass when I don't reach those standards. And I think we're we're kind of maybe somewhere in that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, purgatory or whatever that 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 kind of mm -hmm. uh, black hole is, where where you say I, I want uh, I want to be held to a high standard. I want to be better. I I, I expect to have a performance uh, each day in practice that that's worthy of praise from my coaches and, and the players next to me. Um, but when I don't have that, we we still have those kind of uh, uh, I guess building excuses. Uh, that we got to uh, got to eliminate if we're going to be uh, anything that we want to be. So, uh, long answer, but uh, still a long way to go. 
Real quick, I want to touch on Jakari Johnson, who is leaving the OU football program, entering the transfer portal. Three-star linebacker out of Florida, who just never really had the opportunity to play here at outside linebacker. Ronnie Perkins is really developing into a star at that role. Everybody at OU is really excited about the opportunity and what Jalen Redman, uh, despite all his health issues, is going to bring to Oklahoma. Although, I will say... Uh, with Jalen Redmond's health issues, I wouldn't mind a little bit more depth there. But you're in a situation now where, where I, what I see out of this, this is the Alex Grinch purge. And we've already seen a few kids enter the transfer portal. It wouldn't shock me. And this is like, there's no inside baseball information here, but it would not shock me in the least to see more kids from OU, from the defensive side of the ball, enter the transfer portal either after fall camp or prior to fall camp just because Alex Grinch needs to find the guys that can play in his system. And as we've stated before, not everybody's recruited. Not everybody's going to have an opportunity to play. And the great thing about the transfer portal is, is now it gives a kid like Dracari Daly, who got offers from everywhere. Notre Dame, Florida State, I think we've we've already mentioned those. Well, now gives you an opportunity to maybe pick up the phone again and call those coaches and see if they've got opportunities for you or if there's other places that have opportunities for you. And for somebody as talented as he is, I don't worry about them entering the transfer portal because ultimately they are going to land on their feet because um, you're talking, what is he? He's a 6'5 kid. Yeah, somebody's going to want him. Somebody will definitely want him. And Drakari Johnson will be playing college football here shortly. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. Coming up next, what does this quarterback battle ultimately mean for one Tanner Mordecai? We get into that next on Locked On Sooners. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your smart device. Then when you get into your car, tell your smartphone to play the Locked On Sooners podcast. And remember... Himalaya will curate a playlist for you every single day based on what you listen to. So if you like this, then you're probably going to get an opportunity to listen to a lot more Locked On podcast, and that does not suck. It's the Himalaya app. Download it to your phone today. It's on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily Oklahoma Sooners podcast. Thank you again for listening to the Locked On Sooners podcast. Here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, we've talked about spring football being wrapped up now for Oklahoma, and seemingly the quarterback battle is wrapped up for Oklahoma. If we go strictly what happened in the spring game, 
Not any doubt at all that, that, that Jalen Hurts dominated that competition, looked way more confident and comfortable. Um, some of that may have to do with having better receivers, better offensive line, what have you, but I, there's also that pedigree with Jalen Hurts, where even if it was just a one-night thing, and even if this competition has been as close as we have been led to believe it is, in that closeness, you're going to err on the fact with experience. You're going to err on the fact that's for a guy that's already played in big-time games and a guy that has already shown you you can count on him. So when will we know who the starting quarterbacks is back is going to be? Here's what Lincoln Riley had to say after the spring game. Is it going to be a similar timetable to when you named Baker starter and then when you named Kyler starter last year, just in, in naming a starting quarterback? Yeah, not necessarily. I... I think the other two fell fairly uh, close together as far as when we did it, but that was more of a result of they were close competitions, and uh, we really never changed a rep from going 50-50 with those guys until that point. And so, uh, you know, we'll get back here. We got one more practice here uh, on Tuesday, and then we'll, you know, take a step back, look at the spring as a whole. Um, this was one practice. It was one, you know, one event. It's a little bit different. It's different schematically because it's pretty vanilla. It's different because of the atmosphere. There's, you know, it's good to evaluate, but it's one of 15 too. So we'll uh, we'll go back. We'll look at it. Um, we'll get going here in the summer into camp. But, but the second we feel like we have a guy, we'll do it because it it doesn't make sense to keep going on with the reps 50-50 if you get to a point where you know. Hey, it's 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 we know who's going to be the starter when when we know and feel 100% confident in that decision we'll do it you know when that falls I I don't know if it's close then you a lot of times you, you, you by a couple of weeks out the first game then you you feel like you got to name somebody uh, uh, but if a guy separates then we'll do it and we'll go ahead and slant the reps at that point and I'm pretty sure they already know which direction they're going in so what does this ultimately mean for a guy like Tanner Mordecai well one, it still means you have to come in and battle in fall camp as if you have an opportunity to win this job. Even if you don't think you have an opportunity to win it, and you've known that since spring and you knew that in the spring game, what you have to be concerned about if you're Tanner Mordecai is not only getting shown up by Jalen Hurts, who beat you out for a job, but now how much are you getting... Are you getting challenged by Spencer Rattler? And when I say shown up, I mean, it's kind of a bad, I'll admit, that's a bad way to put it. It's a real bad way to put it. But now you've been outperformed by Jalen Hurts. All right, that's to be expected. What about Spencer Rattler, the four-star coming in? And I would think that logic, logic would tell me, logic would dictate that Spencer Rattler is going to be redshirted. Jalen Hurts starts, Spencer Rattler gets redshirted, and then it's the battle in the spring for who's staying at OU and who's not between Tanner Mordecai and Spencer Rattler. And the reason I say that is just because quarterbacks now, they transfer, they leave. And I don't think a guy like Tanner Mordecai, as a four-star quarterback, is going to want to be a backup to Spencer Rattler. But you have got to show that you're not only better than him, but you have mastery of this offense. And if there's any opportunity you get a chance to play, you're going to have to keep kind of remind. You're going to have to keep reminding the coaches 
that you deserve to be on campus, that they gave you that scholarship for a reason. And I, I'll admit, I, I don't envy Tanner Mordecai right now because if I'm Tanner Mordecai and, and I get the sense that you're going with Jalen Hurts, that this is the guy that you're going with, and I have that conversation with Lincoln Riley, and he sits me down and tells me after the spring, this is what we've decided to do. Just know that the only way you're going to be a starter is if Jalen underperforms or if there's an injury. And even then, in the back of your mind, you still got Spencer Rattler there. If that's the case for me, and I am Tanner Mordecai, I go ahead and transfer. I go ahead and enter the transfer portal and see if I can't find a place that might be a little bit more thin at quarterback than OU is. And I just expect this now. Here's what I, here's the thing that, that I find kind of weird about this. I mean, you could have Tanner Schaefer be the backup, which, look, we all know, none of us, none of us really want Tanner Schaefer. To be the backup, right? If you talk about a walk-on, not to say that he couldn't do a good job, but the guy is a walk-on. And that's you know a tremendous step down from a kid like Jalen Hurts. Um, but I just expect this to be the norm every year at OU is that you're going to have a highly recruited, highly sought-after quarterback that just exit the program because he doesn't get the opportunity to go out and play because he was outperformed by someone else. It just it, it, That feels like, it, it just seems like that is going to be the norm now. I'm used to it. I don't mind talking about it. I'm not wishing anything bad on Tanner Mordecai or, any, or Tanner Schaefer or any other quarterbacks that are in the OU program, but you're sandwiched in between a guy that's go- going to have an opportunity to win a Heisman and is 25-2 and two as a quarterback and a five-star quarterback kid coming in who's supposed to be all-world, which you just have to wait and see if he is. But at the same time, that's something that makes me think that if I'm in his position, I'm finding a new home. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next here on Locked On Sooners, I did have a la- chance to look at Young Grain's video. Why I'm excited about the future of OU basketball coming up next on Locked On Sooners. Don't forget, make sure you download the Himalaya app to your phone. And then when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked On Sooners podcast. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Subscribe on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast. This is Locked On Sooners. Your team every day. Thanks again for listening to the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am Eric G. It's been great spending some time with you today. And remember, download that Himalaya app to your phone. Download it so you can listen to Locked On Sooners in your car and um, any other podcast that you might be interested in in the Locked On Podcast Network. Oh my God. I hope you have gone to Sooner Maven. Want to want to want to want to pimp the website real quick. collegesportsmaven.io/oklahoma and I hope you've had a chance to see Young Grang's highlights. And I hope I'm saying that right. That's how it is phonetically spelled, but this is a spell, but this is a 68 kid, 69 kid coming out of Australia who's listed as a Ford. Now, Watching his video, playing guys in Australia, it's very clear 
that he is the most talented athletic kid on the floor. He is a man amongst boys. There isn't anyone that I saw in, in the one highlight video I've I've seen. There isn't anyone that, that even remotely stacks up to him. And he does a great job of getting to the rim. That's going to change when you get into Big 12 play. If he gets an opportunity to play as a freshman, you're now going from playing kids. You're now going from playing against kids in Australia and other parts of the world, playing against guys who're going to have opportunities to go in the NBA. He's going to need to bulk up a little bit. Um, he can shoot the ball from beyond the arc. They label him. They label him as a stretch four. But here's the one thing that caught my attention. They label Younger Rain as a as a stretch four. But then there's the caveat in the video. Shoots well for his size. Well, if you're watching the NBA, that phrase, for his size, doesn't apply anymore. And here's what I'm looking for if I'm a college recruiter. And granted, I know not every kid's going to the NBA. But with the way that game has evolved, and when you're at a program like OU, you should be able to attract kids who have NBA talent. I don't care how tall you are. I want to know, can you shoot? Can you go beyond the arc? Can you be a threat from mid-range or outside? I don't care if you're seven foot. But what the what the one thing I do not want if I'm Lon Kruger is a one-dimensional player. And certainly I don't think, I mean, again, I'm just going on a video where he was that much better than everybody else, but I don't think Younger Rang falls into that category of necessarily being a one-dimensional player player. Um, Victor from Sulphur Springs, that's what I'm going to call him now because I cannot pronounce this kid's last name and didn't, didn't see it phonetically. Also a part of Long Kruger's top 16 recruiting class. 6'8", listed as a center by 24-7, but on his video, he's also listed as a stretch four power forward, and he can shoot from the top of the key. And watching his video against Kidzer in Texas... I think he's got the opportunity to come into OU and make a bigger impact right away. And what I'm going to do over these next few days is really sit down, start watching some highlight videos of these kids, give you my opinion on um, where I think they could play, whether or not I think they could play right away. Um, I would imagine the majority of these kids in this class are going to get the opportunity to play, considering the fact that Long Kruger's program just had a major purging. But all in all, you've got a couple of 6'8 kids coming in here for from OU that look, I don't want to get your hopes up too high and say that I'm looking at a couple of dynamic kids are going to come in and just change the way that the program is, but they are kids who can definitely play uh, for OU this upcoming year, and we could be looking at a very fun season for Lon Kruger and his crew. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. Uh, we'll be back to talk more basketball tomorrow. I'll start breaking down a couple of more kids uh, from Lon Kruger's recruiting class. We'll also be talking about football. We'll hear from Lincoln Riley. We'll talk about some of the other positions, and uh, we'll try and go through and give you a grade. Like, every day that's going to be my goal now, give you a grade on where I think certain position groups are now, and I'll see if I can't get away from that incomplete that so much of the defense has. So we'll get all that tomorrow coming up here on Locked on Sooners. But until tomorrow, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And peace, love, and boomer soon. You are Locked on Sooners. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. <laughs> 